listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with me, Jade Elliott, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast with myself, Jade Elliott, joined today by Sarah Fassett with Intermountain Healthcare. Thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you. We're talking today about baby's first foods. Very important because not only is it talking about the introduction of getting them, uh, you know, introduced into those new first foods, but also forming healthy eaters. And that's really important uh, when we talk about the transition from breast milk or formula uh, into those first foods. So what, you know, what do you want people to know when it comes to kind of making that transition? Because it can be a little stressful for parents sometimes. Oh, it's incredibly stressful. So the first goal is this is an experience at the beginning here. It is not an expectation on day one that they are just going to be stellar at this. And it's not the expectation on week one either or month one. This is a continuum. These are brand new eaters. So our goal is to provide foods we're okay with them eating that are safe for them to eat and giving them that environment to explore so that they can trust food and they can trust that you're going to provide them with good food. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, uh, you know, it can be stressful, but don't force it. And I think that's really important because, you know, all of us as parents at some point, we kind of get our minds on this time frame of, okay, well, now they're this old, so we need to do this. And now they're this old, and we need to do this. And so-and-so's baby's doing this already, and so ours should be doing it too. And that's not always the case. It shouldn't be the case. And I'm sorry I used the word shouldn't, but we want to take your baby where they are at. Because if we push and force, you're going to end up in a big, hot mess of angry babies, sad parents, or vice versa. We want the baby to feel empowered that they can make a decision as whether they want to touch this food or not. And if they feel that food is safe, you'll have a really good eater. But if we're trying to force that on our timeline, if they may not be ready or they've been ready for months, but you're going, is it too soon? Now we're really trying, it confuses everybody in the process and it just heightens that stress where it's not fun anymore you have a six-month-old baby we need happy here (laughs) we need engaging we need nutrition without expectations and without frustration and that's the other thing i think that all of this leads into when you do try to force it or push it or you know or or try to give those foods over and over again that maybe baby just isn't into yet Mm-hmm. everyone starts to get frustrated. And so it's kind of an exploratory journey that we're taking when it comes to first foods. It, it is. This is a big science experiment. And we are taking multiple personalities here. So this isn't just the parents and this isn't just about baby. This is about everybody. And we want everyone to feel safe and we want to make sure what we're feeding baby is safe. But it is not an expectation to have this go well day one. It isn't the expectation to explore. So let's talk about some of the safe foods. Um, kind of forget about a quote-unquote timeline, but as we start to see baby maybe um, acting a little more interested in maybe what we're eating or what brother and sister are eating, and so we maybe start to explore some of those things, what are some of those safe foods that we can start with to introduce? 
Excellent question. So our first and foremost safe food is rice cereal, either mixed with formula or breast milk. You could mix it with water. I throw a flavor they're already used to eating in there, makes it easier. Mm -hmm. And we start to explore with rice cereal. It is messy. The bigger the mess, usually the better the success this baby will have. So I need you to ditch the, the gripe about the laundry because they will thrive if they are able to use every single sense they have. Rice cereal is our starter point. We do tend to see less of a problem with rice cereal, but as soon as you know, a week or two goes by, baby's feeling pretty comfortable with rice cereal. Could we expand here? Absolutely. We could start to dabble into fruit or vegetable purees or even, for instance, oatmeal, as long as it's fairly thin. And I would actually use some similar items you're already cooking. Why cook twice? Baby knows it's normal as to what you put on plates at home. So mm -hmm. you might as well use foods at home if you can thin them out or they're already kind of mashed. Incorporate them in baby's diet too. Let's work. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Right. Exactly. And so then let's talk a little bit about maybe what that timeline could look like uh, in regards to, you know, at what months should we be starting to think about? Not forcing, but maybe starting to think about and maybe baby starting to show that interest. So if you see baby really watching you while you guys eat, and I do recommend having baby, you know, hanging out there at the table, either being held or in a, a high chair. But if you see baby really watching somebody at the table here, really interested, almost grabbing at their plate, then at that point we go, okay, baby wants whatever's on this plate. And that's when I start giving them spoons and forks and oh, if we're really brave, other food items or, you know, tableware items that are safe for baby to sit there and hold and touch and mouth with. If you notice baby is able to turn their head away from you, that is a very good developmental sign they're getting there. If baby can spit food out, we are at another great developmental sign baby's getting there. I also need baby to be able to sit up assisted, so in a boppy or maybe in a high chair, or, you know, held by somebody. <laughs> All these signs show that baby's ready to start to eat. So as long as they can sit up, they can push food out of their mouth, they can turn their head side to side, and they're looking at your plate going, I want that. Then we start to offer is an exploratory thing. So for instance, mashed potatoes, could we start to offer these things? Sure. This is when you start to put on your grocery list rice cereal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and then we just start to offer it. There's no expectation on how much to consume. It's simply did they put it in their mouth and what did they think about it? But we start to think about feeding baby when we start to see these signs show as their interest goes, oh, I, I think that's kind of fun. I want to touch it. Or their mouth, they're chewing on it. We see that they're able to sit up in their boppy and watch everybody around in the home. These are great signs baby's getting ready to move forward with solid foods. Now, if your baby is three months old and they're doing all of these things, hold off a minute. Give yeah. them something to mouth. I recommend spoons are my favorite, baby spoons, because they're safe and it's something you will be using to put in their mouth. So they're used to having it there. At about four to six months, I do let parents offer them as an experience only. It is not about nutrition at this point. At about the six months range, I do tell parents, if baby's not interested, we start to offer this experience throughout regularly, maybe once a day or twice a day. But the expectation for nutrition really isn't there until about six to even seven months. So at sure. that, it's all about experience and do they want to touch it and poke it 
and make a big mess. The bigger the mess, the better the success. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and at this point, as we're starting to make these introductions and they're starting to, you know, be more involved and wanting to experiment a little more, we're still supplementing with breast milk or formula, correct? Absolutely, yes. That will still be a big driving force for their nutrition. At six months of age, it is getting to the point where it is not enough to meet their needs by itself. So we start to offer. Now, are they going to become totally nutrition deficient if the first month of trying solids is just a really rough go? Heavens no, they'll be okay. But our goal is to start to supplement that diet with more age-appropriate foods and get a lot of the vitamins and minerals and a lot of good hydration coming in from breast milk and or formula. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So we've talked about some of the safe foods and some of the, the things to start to introduce, the fruits, the veggies, you know, things that are mashed up. Let's just real quick, let's talk about maybe some of the things we definitely should not try at the beginning. I think that's important to touch on, uh, you know, just in case we're thinking, could they try this? Should we have them try? They're interested in what's on my plate, but we know yes. there's things that they shouldn't start with. Oh, heavens, don't start with anything very solid. So grapes, hot dogs, really slippery things that are really moist, heavens, no. They do not have the muscle strength or coordination in their mouth to actually keep them safe. So we don't want them choking on anything. The second thing is we really try and make sure the foods we're offering are very kind of bland and safe. The reason being, they've never tasted food before. They have no idea what it actually tastes like. So for them, something with a lot of flavor is just going to be overwhelming. In fact, they may shut down going, I don't know how to process all this. This is complex. Mm -hmm. Our next goal is for something that is generally really safe and easy on baby tummies. Rice, in particular, has excellent carbohydrates, excellent calories, and not a whole lot of irritants on really sensitive, brand-new baby intestines, which is why we recommend that one first. Sure. So instead of, for instance, starting with cream of wheat, I would actually start with cream of rice or rice cereal. And we would transition towards a thicker cereal like oatmeal maybe a couple weeks later or cream of wheat even a couple weeks or a month later. But we start with those that are just the easiest on their poor little bellies to make sure they're also not sick trying to learn how to eat solid food. You don't want a sad baby trying to eat because then they think it hurts every time they eat. Right. You don't want that association. Heavens no. Right, right. No, you want everything to be a good positive association and and to try different things, you know, and don't, like you said, don't get frustrated if you give them one thing one day and they don't like it because the next day they might. They really might, and they, they get to pick. It is their opinion, although it is it is little, it will be mighty one day, if not already. <laughs> and so our goal is to provide the experience and let them determine what they think about it. But if we're pushing that on where we go, this cereal tastes awful. There's no way anyone can like it because I've done that. <laughs> right. Then we're overwhelming them with these complex, big flavors of, you know, a 20, 30, 40, 50-year-old adult's whole life worth of food experience going here you go right out the gate and they go i am overwhelmed mm -hmm. they have a clean palate they're the best people to feed because they may like everything and you're right one day they may not like something and the next day it's completely the opposite yeah or vice versa i might love it one day and then hate it the next <laughs> yeah and they get that opinion they can have that opinion so as long as you know that baby gets to decide if they're going to eat it all and what they think about that food item, 
the parents get to pick, you know, what are we serving today? Mm-hmm. When are we serving it? And where are we serving it? If parents can stick in those three rooms and they leave the how much and am I going to eat it all to baby? Much of the frustration really goes down because everyone has their jobs and no one's overstepping boundaries. Yeah. And it becomes a win win for everyone. Yes. And we love them. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us and talking through, you know, some of those first foods that we should start to introduce and, you know, forming those healthy eaters. And I think most importantly, uh, talking about how we make it easy, how we make it less stressful uh, when we know that it can be. So we appreciate your time and, and your tips on how to make it fun. Oh, anytime. And absolutely. Food can be fun. And at this age, we're hoping to keep it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah, thanks so much. And that concludes this episode of the Baby Your Baby podcast. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.